Hello and welcome to the week nine review of the NFL season from first and ten. I'm Ollie once again joined by Dave. Dave, how you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm not too bad, mate. How are you? Yeah, good. Just the two of us today, but um, yeah. we'll get on. I'm sure we'll have plenty to talk about. Yeah, so there's, uh, it was there's quite a lot went on this week, wasn't there? Some good games, there's, uh, some big games. Yeah, and obviously now on to Tuesday, a couple of new stories break today, so we'll um, get into those as well. I mean, obviously the first place to start Thursday night football. Talk about the Titans. Um, Will, Will Levis obviously had a massive game week eight. Not quite so successful against the Steelers, but he, they have made the announcement today he will be the starter for the rest of the season. Um, what do you make of that after this game against the Steelers, though? I, th- a lot, I don't think it was great in it, but I think I think it's a decision they have to make. Decision, sorry. Um, you know, they're three and five. Then They don't really look like they're going anywhere, do they? Which you know probably makes a decision not to trade Henry if there was teams out there that wanted him, and it seemed like there was. Um, and, you know, maybe even Hopkins, you know, it was, I don't, I don't really know what the Titans are aiming for this year, you know, it's, uh, but I think going to Levis is the right move, you know, Tannehill hadn't been particularly good so far and Levis at least gives them a bit of a spark and I think sometimes you do need that a little bit, but I didn't like Levis much coming out. I don't particularly like him now. I don't think he's going to win them loads of games or anything. So, uh, you know, maybe that's a good thing if they only win two, three more games from here on out. But um, yeah, I I just don't really, I don't really know what the Steelers, uh, the Titans are, sorry, right now. They're just a bit of a, I'm not, I'm not sure they're even middling. I'm not sure they're that good. They're they're just a bit strange. I don't really know, but um, yeah, a tough loss here. It wasn't, it it wasn't, it wasn't exactly a classic, this one, was it? It was a, yeah, not not the best game in the world, but Steelers get the win, and uh, you know somehow get another win. It's uh, I don't I, I really don't know how they're five and three, but it feels like it's got to catch up at some point, doesn't it? Yeah, well, I mean that I guess that defense is just. It, I mean, it doesn't. It feels like it's a good defense. It doesn't feel like it's the top defense in the NFL, but somehow they are dragging that team to some yeah. wins. It doesn't um, feel like a, a defense that drags a Kenny Pickett offense to wins, does it? Really. Well, exactly. Like the, they, the, I guess they're just, you know, maybe maybe it's just the special teams. Maybe there's just an aura yeah. in in the Pittsburgh locker room. Um, but yeah, as you said, I even I don't think unless Will Levis is the next coming of Patrick Mahomes, I don't think he's good enough to make the Titans competitive. In which case, they're sort of in this state of limbo for the next couple of years, where they might be all right, but they're not really bad enough to get the top pick, good enough to compete. So I that horrible yeah, like zone, said, really. Yeah, it's well, I mean, as the Giants have well known for the last couple of years. But it's uh yeah, it's just a it's a tough one for Titans. Obviously, I guess this is the chance for Levis to prove that he is the guy. Um and then you start to build around him. But it's one of those where Ideally, on the rookie contract, you want to be competing because you can spend the money elsewhere. But it's just they're not really there yet, and they've quite committed quite a lot to guys who are now on the wrong side of thirty. Probably not going to be competing next year or the year after. So yeah, I mean, I, I guess you've got to, just got to tear everything down and just build around Levis and make him the guy. Or do you, do you think Vrabel can do that? He, 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 <laughs> like, do you think he can tear it down? Well. 
I think I don't think he's the sort of man who would want to like take a step back. I feel like he's always trying to push for their wins, you know, which I don't think necessarily helps all the time. I understand where you're coming from there, but at the same time, I think at some point, if you, you can, if you, I feel like the change of quarterback is a good time to acknowledge this is a new era, yeah, and we're we're moving forward in like, and just accept that this is a new team now, and it's not the one that you made it to the AFC Championship with, and you know, I I think as as, as it. For the rest of the season, it's almost as much of a chance to let for Levis to prove that he's not the guy, as much as it is to prove that he is the guy. Because yeah. then I guess you feel like you, you you've you've seen enough of him that you can make somewhat of a decision and move forward based off of that. Yeah, it's tough. Like they've, you know, a second rounder is a like is a top of the second round, but you can give up on that a bit easier. You know, if he doesn't do well over the rest of the season, but. I don't know. It feels like they're probably going to go into next year with him, doesn't it? And then whether that means they're good or not, I don't don't know. But, you know, it feels like maybe 25 draft is where they look to another quarterback because pick 33 is still a bit too quick to give up on him after. What would it be? How many couple games they got? Eight games or whatever it is left? You know, it's not a lot of games, is it, to... To give up on someone, so yeah, so going to be an interesting situation for the Titans over the next couple of years, I think. Well, yeah, I mean, it's like you said, they've not got too much invested in him. It's not like the Panthers where they've yeah. given up not only DJ Moore but also potentially Caleb Williams um, to to get Bryce Young. I feel like uh, meteorite would have to wipe out the state of Carolina, North Carolina, before they <laughs> yeah. get up on him. Uh, so, like, there's no, there's no way. Even though it's not been a great start, there's been enough signs there that you feel like there's no, absolutely no way they're quitting on him. No. Um, so we had a bit of a strange one for the game in Germany. It was sort of, it felt like a prove it game for the Dolphins because they'd been beaten comfortably by the Bills, beaten comfortably by the Eagles. Coming into the Chiefs game, they went twenty-one 0 down. They managed to rescue it a bit. Did they show enough here for you, Dave, for you to consider them a proper contender? I it's very difficult because I do believe in the Dolphins. I do think they're I think they're capable, this roster of winning a Super Bowl. I really do. But this is now three they've basically had three big games so far this season and lost them all. And when you come out the way they did, and I think what's most disappointing for him, I don't think the Chiefs even played particularly well. Uh, you know, like they had a good first drive, and then after that, they were a bit, they were fine. You know, they got the touchdown off of the fumble. They they didn't look great, um, and the Dolphins still couldn't really do anything. And I think Tyreek Hill, after all his talk, didn't really back that up, did he? Which uh, isn't the best look for him. You know, he he had been talking a lot in the build up, and then didn't follow up, but. I do think the Dolphins can win a Super Bowl and can be that team, but I think this would have been a, a, I don't know, like a, I guess it's just a confidence boost. Or you know, if they had come back and won this, then all of a sudden they look like a team that you really are worried about. Well, not, you know, yeah, worried about if you're one of the other teams. But right now they're going to go into the playoffs probably. I don't think they've got any more sort of real big games other than the Bills, I guess. Um, you know, they're going to go into the playoffs with these doubts above their heads sort of thing. And I think that's uh, just a win here would have 
sort of taken that away, where now they're just always going to have that hanging over them. And, you know, for some things, I don't think that's always the worst thing because it might mean they go into the part of a, as a bit of an underdog, sort of with a bit of an underdog mentality, which, you know, I think we see the plus sometimes that can be a good thing for teams that they don't necessarily have the pressure on them to, you know, if people think they're going to lose. But I don't know, they're they're a strange team. They At the moment, they just look like a flat track bully, don't they? It's uh, it's tough to know what they are. Cause they feel great, but they need to prove it, I think, at some point this season. Because if not, they're just going to go down as a, a fun team that's maybe not going to be effective. Well, it would certainly be an interesting run into the playoffs because their last three games are the Cowboys, Ravens and Bills. So that's very much that's a nice. chance to yeah. prove it. It, I mean, more more time, more more than any other time, that is your chance to beat at least one of those. Like, I mean, that's. But to be honest, given that they've gone own three against the Bills, Eagles, and Chiefs, I feel like you kind of got to win two out of them, and just yeah. just to make you feel like you're one of the big boys. Well, if they don't, they're going to be touch and go if they even get in. You know, like it's going to be. Yeah. I think they probably would, but they, if they don't win one of those at the very least but the best they can be is like what 12 wins and that's assuming they go undefeated the rest of it it's um you know like if if they if they lose another game somewhere 11 wins is going to be sort of touch and go in the AFC there's some good teams that are going to be pushing for them wild card spots you know like they're not they're not definitely in at that stage which uh which would be mad if this Dolphins team doesn't make the playoffs wouldn't it but I think there's a chance well I mean that's the thing. If they stick to form, their next five games are all winnable. But it's yeah. just those last three is just an absolute murderer's row. Yeah, and it's it'll be interesting to see. I mean, because especially with the Cowboys, because they are very much the team that oh they're good every year, but then they lose to one of the better, one of the actual good teams. Yeah. So it's be interesting to see if the Dolphins are that. Um, I guess the Chargers you could also probably put into that mold. Um, but yeah, it's just I think it's very difficult to know what they are. Yeah. Um, other is. than other than a flat track bully, as you say, it's like it, are they? Is is that all they are? Because they obviously they did put up a bit of a fight, but I mean, this is the thing: is like the Chiefs' defense is all right. It's not one that should be stopping the best offense in the league in no. its tracks. Well, I think there are other two and losses you... to like the Eagles and Bills. You could just say the defences for them are great. Well, I just don't think, yeah, I think yeah, you yeah. said there the Chiefs aren't necessarily. Well, I mean, that's the thing. It's, like, it's a decent defence, but it's like, you know, you are the number one offence. And there were long periods of that game where the Chiefs weren't scoring at all, not even field goals. Well, they didn't score and in the whole of the second so many... half, did they? I don't think. Yeah, they, all their points came before half time. Yeah. And so there was so there was so much time, but even in that first half, there were long, there were multiple possessions where neither team scored, and you just think the Chiefs had the lead, and it's one of those things where you do have confidence because you've seen the Chiefs do it before. Yeah, I think they did actually say on commentary that they are going to come good at some point. Whereas the Dolphins, we've seen them struggle in these big games, and then. That is it. They just do struggle. They like they yeah. don't catch up. It's probably how but, we talked um, about the Bengals early on this season. Like even when they were playing awful, I still had faith that the Bengals were going to come good because we've seen it from them before. You know, they've made a Super Bowl. They've been basically a contender every year. Joe Burrow's been there. 
you know, you've seen it before. You just sort of have faith that it's going to come back. But yeah, with the Dolphins, you just, are they capable of beating a big team? You, until you see it, you just can't say that they are. Yeah, I, I, that, I mean, that that is the thing. Those last three games, that's going to be the real test. Yeah. I mean, it, that, and going into the playoffs, I think that though they will be massive just to either help or hurt them with their confidence. Just because I still think they will probably win the division. Um, but then, you know, if you're coming off the back of two out of three or three out of three losses to, and then you're ending up, you know, one and five or oh and six against the only good teams you've played all year, then I, I, I don't know. Maybe they could just, just inspire a playoff run out of nowhere, but it doesn't feel like the groundwork for a championship team. No, it definitely doesn't. Um, but we'll move on to other teams who have a more realistic chance at the championship, like the Vikings. Um, Josh Dobbs coming in and being the hero. Uh, Dave, I know you weren't particularly confident about the Vikings. You, I, This is actually an interesting one because obviously I was personally saying the Vikings are going to be the seventh seed. You were saying maybe the Falcons. Uh, obviously, there are a few teams you named there. But... Obviously, this is quite a big win for the Dobbs just to come in. The head coach is having to translate the plays for him. He's practicing his cadence on the sideline. Um, I, I, for me, this is a massive confidence boost for the Vikings. I think they are absolute favourites for the seventh seed right now. Oh, I think so. Yeah, they've got all the momentum with them. You know, Jefferson's due back any time or can come back any time. I don't know if he's. We still don't know whether he's actually going to sort of when that's going to be, but. I'm assuming it's going to be sooner rather than later with him because I think there was a chance at one stage that we maybe didn't see Jefferson for a while if the Vikings were out of things and that was a very real possibility, wasn't it? It wasn't like they were, they you know, they were, ahead, were they one and four? I, I, I can't remember what they were now, but they were they were definitely struggling and uh, yeah, Dobbs has just, he came in, it was so impressive, wasn't it? And so I'm not... I think his performances this season have been a little bit overrated um, at times. You know, like, I think it's sort of, it gets a lot of credit for the Cardinals not looking as disastrous as they maybe did. But I saw a lot of Cardinals fans calling for him to be benched that week before he was traded. You know, it's not like he was that great. It was, um, but say, this was very, very impressive. And I think being able to come in and do that buys him like a long career in the NFL, you know, <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I think that's... Well, he's going to be the go-to guy when you're, yeah. when you need a quarterback on short notice from now on. Sure. Him and Jacoby because... Brissett, isn't it? Basically, you know, like yeah. the two players that you sort of can trust to just come in and be, be all right, <laughs> you know, not, yeah. not kill your team, which, uh, I think goes a long way. If you're a decent team having a backup like him. But that's the thing is like, it wasn't even like he was just sort of game managing, you know, keeping a lead sort of thing. He he managed to come back like against it and the Falcons defense is not yeah. bad. Like yeah, uh, I, yeah, I mean that's the thing as well. It's like to come in and do that. I and they they kept making the joke of commentary of oh he doesn't know any of their names. I mean surely surely he could have yeah, at least shook their hands. Yeah. I mean I mean I would have known a lot of their names, you know. So like surely someone playing in the NFL does. You yeah, know, like it's uh, yeah, I didn't didn't get that one. <laughs> it was uh, but it feels like one of them tales, you know, that sort of like uh, just 
becomes a thing after a while that everyone just believes. Yeah, it adds to the myth of it. Um, yeah, exactly. But yeah, as you, but you're right actually. So the Vikings one and four, they're now on a four game win streak. Obviously, three of those with Kirk Cousins, one with Josh Dobbs. They've now got the Saints, Broncos, and Bears as the next three before the bye week. Then it's the Raiders. I mean, those are four more winnable games for them, really, aren't they? Yeah, I think so. I think this game of the Saints is massive. If they win that, then, you know, I think that goes a long way to being the seven seed or, you know, you never know, maybe even more than that, but at least one of their wildcard spots because, say, one of them teams of the South is going to be potentially contending. You know, going into last week, I think the Saints were the eight, were they? And the Falcons were obviously winning the division all the other way around, something like that. So they are in that sort of hunt. And yeah, if they can separate themselves from the Saints and the Falcons like two weeks in a row, beat both them teams, that's uh, yeah, it's pretty big for the Fal- for the Vikings. And as you say, they're, they're very winnable games coming up. And from a Falcons perspective, any confidence from Taylor Heineke? I, I mean, honestly, I didn't think he looked that much different to what Ridder had. Um, he maybe just think in a slightly more fun way, but I don't know. You know, if he doesn't have that long touchdown from John U. Smith, things look pretty bleak, you know. I don't know. It's just the same old story, isn't it? You know, you've got Kyle Pitts playing with John U. Smith, Kadarrell Hodge, Matt Collins, Van Jefferson, and he got less targets than Hodge and Smith. You know, it's... I just... I say, Arthur Smith can talk all he wants about, you know, oh, it's not fantasy football, blah de blah blah uh, something earlier, how it changes the offense if Bijan's on the field and all this stuff. <laughs> it's just, uh, it's just such rubbish. They're so lucky they have had a pretty comfortable schedule so far. Because another season, they're two and seven, and he's out of a job. You know, I think they've they're a team that's sort of skating by on beating sort of bad teams. Who are their wins against this year? The Panthers, the Packers. Did they beat? I think. Yeah, um, the Bucks maybe. I don't know. I can't think who they've beaten now, but I feel like they haven't beaten anyone who's actually a good team so far. You know, they're not. Uh, yeah, Bucks, they're... Texans, Packers, Panthers. Yeah, like you I know, mean, it's... there's no, there's yeah, four yeah, wins there against impressive. four of the worst teams in the league, really, aren't they? You're like, oh, the Texans are sort of like better under Stroud and fun, but they're still not a great team, are they? They're that's their best win. It's not. It's not amazing. And Arthur Smith just like why do you draft a player eight, a running back at eight, which I think everyone would agree is taking a running back too early, and I think most people are sort of on the like don't draft running backs early, don't pay them type thing, you know, when building the roster, you do that, and then you don't even use him properly. Like it's just I don't know. I'm so sick of seeing Algier running it near the goal line and stuff, and just running into. The like the offensive line and defenders and just falling over. It's just oh, I don't know. Like as I've said it so many times on it, if you actually care about the Falcons, this must be just like depressing to watch because it is awful. It's awful to watch. It's awful. Everything about it is bad. It's just I don't know. They're just just rubbish. But uh, especially feel... when you see the stuff Bijan can do when he does get yeah. the ball, like he genuinely looks special. Every time he touches it, he looks good. And for some reason. He just doesn't do it. But it's like, it's like Arthur Smith finds it like funny. It's like, oh yeah, you know, the fantasy people will be like, not like this. <laughs> like, 
you're hurting like your own team by doing it, you know, like get the ball into your best player's hands. Like it's not like he's supposedly like this offensive guy. And, you know, I think he's he owes Derek Henry a lot of cash for the money he earns as a head coach <laughs> over the like the last couple of years. Cause without Derek Henry, I don't think his offenses would you know, I don't think it'd even be in the conversation. You know, they talk about it with like um oh, what's Aaron Rodgers guy, Hackett. Um, yeah, yeah they talk about with him. Like that, Aaron Rodgers is sort of like made in money, but I think Derek Henry with Arthur Smith has done the same sort of thing. It's uh, it's incredible, really. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Um, just looking at that situation, you just think, how, how are you not playing to your strengths? Like you made a clear effort to draft these players, these skill position players, all in the top ten, and you're just avoiding them. I don't, yeah. it, yeah, it didn't baffle Just me. using them as decoys, um, basically. Yeah, like it's very, very expensive decoys. Yeah, it's just <laughs> bizarre. Look, I don't think there's another team in the league that would use these three players the way the Falcons use them. You know, I know London was out for this game, but just like generally through the season, I don't think there's anyone else in the league that would have this sort of game plan that he rocks up with every week. You know, like every yeah. single time, it's the same, isn't it? It's. I don't know. I just don't see how he doesn't get fired for it. It's uh, yeah. it's bizarre to me. It's just like a misuse of assets, isn't it? You know, like yeah. there's got to be some sort of like some sort of thing of him like tanking value of the company, sort of thing. You know, it just uh, <laughs> I just uh, just disgusting to watch. Well, I mean, sometimes you know, it, it obviously isn't that simple, but sometimes it is. Sometimes yeah. it is just try and get the ball into the hands of your best player and do what you have to do to. Get put them in a position to succeed because yeah. they are that good. Um, and if, yeah, but... if the Dolphins can get the the ball in the hands of like Tyreek Hill eleven times a game or whatever they do, then I think you know we can get to Drake London and Kyle Pitts like four or five, like <laughs> every game. You know, at least it's sort of like I don't know. <laughs> it's just so frustrating to watch. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we'll move on to um, a team. We seem to sort of be the anti-Dolphins. The Ravens beat the Seahawks 37-3. to yeah. And this is sort of the second time in three weeks this has happened now. They beat the Lions 38-6. to They've had a couple of freak losses, the Ravens, but the two best teams they've played, really, they've just completely blown away. Um, does that particularly affect how you see them as contenders or are you just thinking this is still just the regular season i'm i'm really struggling with the ravens you know because everything points to them being a good team and you know the score lines if it's that but i feel like when i watch them i'm not convinced they're that good you know what i mean like i'm not saying they're not good but like this good you know like i just don't <laughs> i watch them and i think are they that great and then all of a sudden they won 37 free and i don't know if that's just a sign of a really good team or what but you know, Lamar Jackson, they won 37 3. He's run 187 yards, no touchdowns. You know, like, and I know that's not all about that, but, you know, no touchdowns. He's just sort of like, if it was sort of like, he's just sort of being efficient at the moment. But then, I don't know, I guess this game, it was just one of them games where it sort of got out of hand and he doesn't need to throw it. But I, I, I really don't know. Like, you know, I've seen people talking about the Ravens being like the best team in the league, and I just don't see them as that. I still think come playoff time, I would still choose the Chiefs, probably the Bengals, you know, like, like it really wouldn't surprise me if the Browns beat them this week. I feel like the Browns are potentially a better team if they can do something on offense. 
I, I just I don't really know with the Ravens. They're, I still don't see them as that like top, top, top team. Like they're obviously a good team, and you know they're pretty much already in the playoffs at this stage. But I still don't. I still think that there's other teams that you know. If you're the Chiefs, I think there's other teams out there that you would be more concerned about come playoff time. But I don't know. It's I don't know if that's just me basing that around what we've seen from the Ravens in the past and, you know, maybe not giving them credit for, um, you know, or, or sort of knocking them for, you know, seeing them fail in the playoffs and those sort of areas before. But, and you know, the big games, they haven't always done it when since Lamar Jackson's been there. But I, I really struggle with them. Like, do you see them as like that real elite team? Because I, I just don't know. I, I really struggle with them. I don't see them as like a seven and two sort of like team that's like a bit of a juggernaut. They just don't feel like that to me. But, um, you know, they're winning the game, so it's hard to argue with it. I think it's tough because they, they've they never really gone deep in the playoffs. Yeah. And I think that is partly... That that leaves me with doubts. And it's one, one of those things where you just have it in your head. Well, obviously the Chiefs, the Bills, the Bengals, they're all going to be there. And you sort of go... Okay, are you have to actually think about does this team have what it takes to be there? I think the defense is absolutely good enough. I think Lamar yeah. Jackson is absolutely playing well enough. Um, and it's one of those things where Lamar Jackson is playing very well, but it just it I I don't I don't know what it is, but for some reason it doesn't seem to be getting. Well, it's, I guess it's the, the the he's not getting the touchdowns, he's not getting the highlight plays, and I guess that's why. He's not getting the same sort of attention, but he has absolutely been playing very well. Um, and it's just, I think I, it was one of those, um, it's interesting because we we're doing the mid-season awards um, and I was trying to think about who my MVP was. Um, and I, Lamar Jackson is in the conversation for me. Um, yeah. And I, 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 but to be honest, I, I think that might say more about the lack of, of a clear standout for MVP because um, I'd say you can make an argument for Tyreek Hill if the Dolphins didn't keep losing to anyone good but I, I don't know I, I really I really struggle with that is um, and, but then the thing is is then Tyler Huntley comes in and he plays all right so yeah. so this so then you're like okay well maybe I maybe it's the system um, but yeah I think they're just a really well-rounded team at the moment um, yeah. I, I think, and I think the thing is, I think you've got to try and judge them based off of what they're doing at the moment. And at the moment, they are blowing away teams that are considered, even if even if they're not the top level, they're at least that next level down. In the Lions and Seahawks, who are two good teams, and they've just completely put them aside. And... Yeah, and, that, and that's the thing is they have absolutely demolished them. Like yeah. I think you could probably say the Lions and Seahawks potentially are like pretenders. You know, they're not necessarily the real deal, but they have absolutely demolished them. And I don't know, it's hard, isn't it? I mean, it'll be interesting to see because um, obviously they did beat the beat the Bengals the first time they played them, but I guess you know it was a very different it's, Bengals, it's, I think, wasn't it? Ex- exactly. Joe Burrow wasn't one hundred percent fit, so I think. It'll be interesting to see a couple of weeks' time when they play them again. Um, they've got the Niners down the road later in the season. It'll be interesting to see 
where they are when uh, at that point when they meet. But yeah, it'll be they've got a pretty rough second half of the season. The the Ravens. I think by the time the end of the regular season comes around, we will know if they are legit. They play the Browns, the Bengals, the Chargers. You know, they're free. Again, the Chargers. Who knows? But they are free on paper. Good teams. You've got the Rams who potentially are a decent team. You've got the Jags who are going to be a playoff team. You've got the 49ers, you've got the Dolphins, and then the Steelers have round out, which, you know, who knows the Steelers, but the Steelers are potentially the easiest team on that list, which isn't that... If the Steelers are the easiest team, then that's a run, that's a tough old run, isn't it? It's uh, Yeah, it's going to be interesting, I think. Well, I think we will know by the end of the season what this team really is, and, you know, maybe they are. Maybe they are the real deal. I just don't see it myself at the moment. But it feels it feels like one of them where I could definitely be wrong, you know. It feels like one where I could look stupid come the end of the season, saying they're not the real deal. I mean, the thing is, I think they will win the division at this point. I think they've got enough of a lead over the Bengals that they're not going to throw it away. Um, but yeah, it's a couple I, of games now, isn't it? Really, if if the Bengals beat them, it's not with that run in. It's not uh, out of the question that the Bengals catch them. True, but at the same time, I I don't know. If the Bengals have done enough to make me think they're going to be flawless for the rest of the season, and I'd, I'd be very surprised if the Ravens just completely fell off. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. Um, we'll move on to the Cardinals at the Browns. Another pretty comprehensive beating here. Yeah. Um, Clayton Tune was playing a B flat on this one. Um, I, Browns defense was all over them, really. Yeah. Um. Anything to really say about this one other than uh, I mean Deshaun Watson played okay I guess, um, but it wasn't yeah I great mean again though was he I don't think it was I mean this is the thing it's very much you know look at the opposition they're playing it was a pretty easy win but are you thinking they did anything special here really I mean the the right uh, sorry the Cardinals were woeful weren't they it was I mean Clayton Tune. That might be his one and only chance he gets in the NFL, which uh, wouldn't be wouldn't be too kind to him, would it? But um, yeah, that was it. Was a it's a brutal brutal team to go up against for your first start, and then he was uh, yeah, he was not great. Um, but yeah, the Browns. I think the Cardinals just are what they are now, aren't they? You know, Murray coming back now, which you know definitely makes them better. It's uh, it's definitely not going to do anything but make them better. But how good they can be, I I don't really know. Um, that team we saw at the start of the season where they were sort of like really well coached in all the games, that's sort of drifting away now. You know, they don't look like that team that comes out, you know, really fired up. Like I think early on they did look like that, you know, especially in the first half, they really did come out and play well, but they, that sort of dropped away now. Um, but yeah, the Cardinals are they are, but the Browns, the defence is just so good that I think they're going to have a chance to win any game. And if Deshaun Watson, we, but I feel like I say this every week, we talk about the Browns. If Deshaun Watson can, you know, get back and be what he could be, what we what we've seen him be before, which I I don't think I think people's memory of Watson is maybe a little bit overblown. Of like, I don't think he was ever in that real elite group, but he was really. I I, I really I mean... don't think he was in that top tier. You know, like I'm talking like you know, what we would call like the top five now. I don't think he was ever that quarterback. I think sort of people's memory of him is a bit more than it was. You know, he was on some bad teams, I know, with the the Texans. There were sort of lots going on, but 
I really don't think he was necessarily that in in like I don't think he was ever a top five quarterback for me personally. But um, I think he's good, but not. I was saying is he's good, but not like absolutely. Elite. But he doesn't even have to be amazing. Is all I'm trying to say. You know, he can be just you know the eighth to twelfth best quarterback in the league, and the Browns are going to be have a real chance of winning the Super Bowl just because that defense. But I don't know. I just don't know if he's got that in him anymore. You watch him, and he just looks. He looks a bit lost. I think at times he just doesn't look. I I don't know, but. And they seem to pick up another injury every week to an important player, the Browns. They've got so many injuries that I think because the Browns, it doesn't get talked about, but they have like one of the worst injury lists in the whole league. You know, they, they've just got big players out every week, it seems like. And they they still roll through. And I know it's only the Cardinals, but they still manage to find a way to win, which I think if it was someone else, we'd probably talk about a bit more. But they uh, they find a win, no matter who, a way to win, almost no matter who's out there. Other than you know, maybe some real bad quarterback play, but you know, on the whole, they may, they seem to find a way to win, and I think they're always going to have a chance. Yeah, and it's, it'd be interesting to see. Um, I mean, I do kind of disagree on the what's of thing. I do think he was definitely top five. Um, obviously, those memories are very much tainted now. But um, you it, think the, the years I, he was at his best, you've still got like Brady playing really well, Rogers playing really well. Um, Mahomes would have been there basically, wouldn't he? You know, like top five is, and I would say it's really hard. Probably next. I mean, I, I, it's hard to remember who else, who else was around. I, you know, like it's a few years ago now, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, it probably exactly. is like four or five years since he was at that that player, isn't it? Really, now it's it's been a while. Well, probably at least three, is it? If it was like pre-COVID, um, doesn't it? Like, which was a long, like a long, long time ago. It's. Uh, I'm trying to think. Generally, I. I've completely lost track of the timeline. <laughs> I have no idea when it was he got suspended, when it was he got... Well, he missed like, when a, he, when almost he... like two full years in the end, didn't he? Because he sat yeah. out for a year, then got banned. <laughs> so, like, it's yeah, it's actually, yeah. like, a long time ago since he was, you know, Deshaun Watson, like, the star. Yeah. It's uh, it's mad to think, really, what sort of happened with his career. It's a, It's a real strange one. Yeah, 2020 was yeah. the last time he played like a full season, which, you know, it's quite a long time ago now. Well, speaking of quarterbacks who certainly aren't top five, um, Jordan Love was able to beat Bryce Ripien on this one. Um, 20 to three, pretty comfortable victory for the Packers. Um, but obviously playing against the last minute backup quarterback um, in Ripon. Um I mean, is there really much to talk about on this one? I feel, I feel it was like pretty two pretty poor teams, but one of them had to make a last-minute quarterback change. Yeah, it's two games in a row where there's been some pretty rough quarterback players in there. Uh, I, I mean, the Rams have got out and signed Carson Wentz. That sort of tells you how good uh, the game was from from him there. It's uh, yeah, it was rough to rough to watch that. He uh, yeah had a torrid time against. I mean, not exactly like the most fearsome defense in the world in the Packers, is it? But yeah, Packers get another win. Um, I said there's not tons to say about this game, is there? Aaron Jones sort of looked decent again, looked probably the best he's looked this season. Um, but other than that, there's not too much on this one, is there? Really, there, you know, backup quarterback thrown in pretty late, and the Packers got it done. Um, there's not too much more, is there? Really. Well, I mean, so is there any um, 
confidence that you have that Carson Wentz can do something in this offense, just even just be average? Um, I don't even know if he can be average, but I think he'll be an upgrade on, you know, backup wise <laughs> anyway. But they're, they're on by this week, aren't they? The Rams, I think. And it seems like there's sort of optimism that Stafford will be back and sort of okay after that bye. So, you know, I, I'm assuming we probably don't see Wentz unless something goes wrong. So, I mean, as a backup, like it, it could be worse, I guess. You know, it, it, there's, it's Carson Wentz, isn't it? He hasn't been good for a while, has he? So, yeah, tough t- tough to really be too excited about Carson Wentz, isn't it? Well, yeah, I mean, at this point in his career, it'd be interesting to see, though, um, him on the Rams. I feel like that's going to be a weird feeling. Yeah. Um, especially, you know, they passed him in all the, on him all those years ago. Maybe it's the right decision in the end because they got Stafford as a result of the trade. Yeah. But who knows? Uh, moving on to another one of the games of the week, pretty surprise game of the week, to be fair. Um, Texans Buccaneers. This was an incredible game, just back and <laughs> forth. Baker Mayfield. I mean, it's it, it is generally quite nice to see him at the at the peak of his powers. You know, he's, he's never going to be one of the top quarterbacks, but it's like he's always been all right, and it, uh, he is capable of doing something a bit special and whereas but cj stroud i mean he absolutely looks like the real deal doesn't he i mean that drive at the end it was just so good wasn't it It it's just like it it was crazy to watch that game you know the buccaneers texans being like really exciting is crazy just on its own i think but um you know the way that played out you know it looked like the bucks had gone down and won it and it was going to be you know baker's sort of big moment sort of thing like a real great drive what they have like 40 seconds left the texans and it just seemed so easy you know like it was just they got was it the first one was was it a big, big long penalty was it that one oh, I, I lose track of how it went now but you know it just it was just it just looked so easy like it, you know it looked like you know like peak brady where it just like you know 40 seconds is too long on the clock it just looked like wow. that where peak brady well no you know what i mean like just how we did well, no, it. No, no, I'm know. just, I'm just saying that's an incredible. Yeah, like I'm not saying he's as good as that, but you know, like just the way he dealt with it, just looked like so comfortable. Looked like it looked normal to him, which is mad, isn't it? You know, it didn't look like it yeah. was, it didn't look like it was a big deal, and that is, you know, we we see like quarterbacks with way more experience than Stroud look like absolutely flustered in that situation. Look at Dak Prescott, like we'll talk about it in a bit, but Dak Prescott at the end of that game just looked absolutely flustered and. You know he's he's a veteran now, Dak. He's not he's not a young quarterback anymore. And like the way them two handle the two different like situations is like the contrast is incredible. Yeah, Stroud was just like if if he hadn't already had it, this was his sort of like this was his like real sort of coming out game. You know, I'm here. I'm a I'm a real NFL quarterback sort of thing. It was uh yeah, it was so good to watch and it was so fun, wasn't it? It was uh you know, and Tank Dell as well. He's uh. He's really come out and, you know, arguably he's one of the best. Like, I don't, I, I don't think you could say like definitively any of the rookie wide receivers had a better start than him, which is uh pretty impressive. He's uh he's really started off, he's started off really well, and them two have got a good uh sort of good connection. But yeah, this was uh it was an incredible game, and as you said, it was fun, nice to see Baker sort of have a bit of success because I don't think it's always been easy to root for Baker Mayfield, has it? He's been uh. It's not always the 
yeah, say not the easiest to root for at times, but right now it is sort of nice to see it happen for him. But you know, obviously didn't get the win, but you know, probably success still from his sort of, you know, if you're just judging him on his own, the way he went down and sort of fought, essentially won the game for the Bucks. But you know, just a special, special drive at the end there from Stroud. Yeah, he did still see his sad little face at the end there um, after Stroud just effortlessly went down the field. Is it, it would be interesting to think, is there any element to the fact that he played at Ohio State where he was playing in big games? Um, he did. We did see him kind of do this against Alabama. Obviously, they didn't end up winning that game, but you know, it put up a massive effort. Um he, he might be the best. Those he might be the games. best of the quarterbacks to have come out of Ohio State now. You know, he might already have like the best NFL career because they've had a bad, bad run of quarterbacks coming out and flopping in the NFL. You know, we haven't seen seen him do well, so you know, he might already be, be some... the best player. There's going to be some big Justin Fields truthers on your back for that one. Well, uh, uh, if Justin Fields had a had a game like this, then uh, you know I think yeah, we'd true. be hearing about it a lot more than than we even have about this Stroud game. You know, Justin Fields has not had a game this good it, so far. There's just there's no doubt about it. You know, when Justin Fields has had good games, it's because he's run for like 150 yards, isn't it? He's not as a passer. He isn't even on close to that level, is he? Really. Yeah, and and this this is the thing. Like, you look at that receiving court; it's not anything to shout about. Like, he's very much doing it with not a lot. And I did say, um, you know, it's only eight games in, but I am starting to regret when I had the opportunity to take him ahead of Bryce Young in my fantasy draft. I am regretting taking Bryce Young now. Um, it's hard not to. And it, again, I I I, I get this too soon, but it's like. You see what they're doing, and I'd say Young arguably has a better receiving core, and he's not even like this is the thing. DJ Stroud already looks like a top ten quarterback. Yeah. Bryce Young is very much getting there, and there, maybe there will be a point where he does get there. But yeah. Stroud was I always mean, the one just... that was sort of more ready. That's the thing. Stroud was more ready. He was sort of the safer bet, but you know, Young had a bit more upside potentially, but. I'm not sure anyone saw this level from Stroud. You know, even yeah. if things worked out well, I'm not sure it looked like it could be this good. And that's what's really crazy about this. Well, that's the thing is because no one was expecting anything from the Texans as a team. Yeah. They were actually going, you know, this okay, this is going to be a learning year for CJ Stroud. We'll, he'll try and find his feet. I mean, they're 500. Like, they... It's not... If they were, if they were in the NFC, you'd be thinking, oh, maybe there's a chance of a playoff spot um yeah. unfortunately they're in the afc probably gonna be a bit too difficult to, for them to manage that yeah but they're um, gonna have to probably yeah, overtake um, the jags aren't they you know the jags are probably gonna have to collapse a bit for him to get in because they're probably gonna have to you know get 10 games and win the division with the jags sort of falling apart a bit really aren't they they're not going to uh get in as a wild card i don't think yeah i mean that's the thing there's just too many yeah teams in there i mean so if you could look at the current you look at the current wildcard spot. So you've got the Steelers, Browns, and Bengals are the current three. And then you've got the Bills that are also ahead of them. Um, and they're actually beating the Chargers on whatever the tiebreaker is. Um, but you, but again, you, you'd think the Chargers are probably the better team that you would expect them to overtake the Texans yeah. at some point. Um, but if someone yeah, does slip I mean, up, the Texans are going to be there. You know, the Texans aren't... They could like there is a chance. Like I think they're probably like at the outsiders of that group, but 
it's not like when you look at it like that, it's not like especially those seven teams, the extra spot does make a big difference sometimes to you know, it's quite a lot like it's a lot a big like a lot extra, isn't it? That one spot, it makes a big difference. Oh yeah, and but I would just put a warning out to Texans fans. Um your rookie head coach making it into the playoffs is not necessarily always a good thing. Um <laughs> heed the warning of the second year but yeah it's um absolutely this very promising team it, i mean stroud is very much doing a lot of the heavy lifting there but yeah yeah i mean it's, it'd be very exciting to see what happens for them they're just well coached forward. aren't they that's the thing i think they do look just really well coached just really they just look impressive you know from what they're not particularly you know they've not got many names on that roster but they just you know, just play well. Just they're all like they're always they're sort of like what people talked about the Cardinals being early on, but they actually are that team. You know, they are the team that's they're always in it. They're never they're never. There's not really been a game where they've sort of quit on it. They're always sort of there or thereabouts, and I think that goes a long way with sort of the sort of team they've got right now, like the team they have built. Like it's a young team, young coach. It's uh yeah, just really impressive. Yeah, absolutely. Um, speaking of young quarterbacks, Sam Howell seems to be doing pretty well. Um, he led the Commanders to a 2017 victory over the Patriots. Good, and, you know, it's a good Patriots defense. Um, they've. Did you see much to take as a positive from this game? Obviously, um, from a Patriots perspective. Uh, no, not really. It was. I don't know. It was. We we lost, and you know the other teams hadn't needed to win on the whole one. So that was good. Um, you know, other than that, not really. Um, but like I I talk about the Patriots too much on here. You know, the commanders, they looked they looked all right. You know, that was what was weird. Like defensively, they've just given up like they're definitely their two best players on defense. And they still looked okay. And I don't know if that's about the commanders or if that's about the Patriots, but you know, it was it was all right. Like Sam Howell had an absolutely awful interception. Um I don't know what he was thinking, really. It was uh, it was absolutely awful. You know, I think they were on like about the five yard line, or I'm sure it was like first or second end goal. Anyway, it was um, oh, it was atrocious. It was just, you know, like one of these passes where it looks like he's actually aiming for the defender. It was just, I don't know, just dreadful. But other than that, yeah, he had a pretty solid game. He's against a pretty solid defense. Okay, the commander are a team. Another one of these, but I just don't totally know what they are and especially now they've traded away you know their two best defenders I don't know what their their goals are for the season you know I don't know if they've given up on it now I don't know whether they're trying to win particularly they're, they're just in a bit of a, a strange position now they've sort of made those moves but yeah Sam Howe looks all right um Terry McLaurin just continues to make sort of Really good catches every week. Dotson looks all right again. It's they're, they're they're a decent enough team. I'm not sure they're they're a real threat to anyone, uh, especially in the division they're in. It's uh, it's, it's tough, isn't it, for them? But you know, they're 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 a, they're a solid enough team that I think will beat bad teams like the Patriots. Yeah, it'll be interesting moving forward if this is just a sort of building year and to the next year they do take a next step um yeah. but i would be surprised it's i mean they've just traded away two premium edge rushes yeah um it doesn't feel like a team that's trying to win right now so 
if it was like Ron Rivera's times winding down as well, doesn't it? It just feels like well, especially those two trades to get rid of Young, yeah, to get rid of Young and Sweat. Um, I yeah, I, I do feel like that was very much a. It it doesn't feel like that was Ron Rivera's choice. No, yeah, because it's very much, uh, um, you know, the sort of thing you do at the end of end of his time, isn't it? It's not something you're doing for building a team going forward. Yeah, of course. Um, and yeah, and exactly, they're both young guys. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe the commanders are going in the right direction, but. Uh... I'll wait and see on that one, I guess. Um, two more teams are sort of concerned about the direction they're going in. I mean, the Bears, to be fair, seem like they're doing a full-on tank job, um, but they're still able to keep it to one possession against the Saints. Um, is this Saints team, obviously, they play the Vikings next week. Did you see enough from them here to think that you think they are going to be properly competing for that seven seed? I don't know how the Saints' offense doesn't look better. You know, like they've like just on paper. You know, like we're talking about the Texans, who they've got there. Like the Saints' offense. You know, Michael Thomas is like potentially your third receiver on this team. You know, like I don't know. Yeah. They should be better. You've you've got Alvin Kamara. You know, Taysom Hill. I'm not a big Taysom Hill guy, but he does stuff. <laughs> you know, it's. <laughs> I don't know how this team isn't better on offense you know the the, the bears had free intercept fruit like basically through free interceptions you know they're in some good positions to start drives couldn't really do much with it it didn't feel like they're just i don't know i don't i don't think they're a particularly well coached team you know i don't think they're i, I don't i don't know what the saints are like in terms of they're five and four but they really don't feel like a five and four team, really, do they? They don't feel like, you know, if they're if they're in the playoffs, if they're the four seed, if they win the division, like I think you're absolutely delighted if you're who's like to be the five Cowboys, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I mean like, that's a, so yeah, it currently would be the Cowboys. You'd imagine, actually, to be fair, currently it would be the Seahawks, despite that loss to the Ravens. Apparently, yeah. they are currently ahead of the Cowboys on whatever tiebreaker. But whoever um, but yeah, it is, like you'd you be said, delighted, it's... wouldn't you, to get them yeah, in that exactly. spot? It, I mean, it probably is going to have to be winning that division. And it's entirely possible they could end up having a worse record than the Vikings, who could end up getting the seven seeds and uh, have a better division, a better better record than them. Um, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see that one moving forward. If the, if the Saints do make it into the playoffs, how much of a fight do they actually put up? And it seems like very classic um, road game for the Cowboys. Nice, easy win before they head to Philadelphia and get absolutely smacked. So, yeah, I mean, it, it seems like that that story is already written, um, and we're only in November. So we'll move on to just a quick one. Um, don't need to spend too much time on this. The Colts beat the Panthers. Um, yeah, I mean, do you, yeah. do you, do you anything of note, um, really, today? I'm Jonathan Taylor comfortable right win again. for the Colts. Um, Jonathan Taylor sort of feels like he's sort of getting back something close to Jonathan Taylor. You know, he, didn't, he didn't have loads of yards, but it felt like he had a couple of decent runs sort of thing. But this was a nothing game, wasn't it? It was 
a bad Bryce Young game. Um, I don't know. I keep saying I'm not too worried about the season, but I sort of really do hope that he starts to show a little bit more soon. Because, you know, it's not, I don't know, it was bad, but yeah, not a ton to say about this game, really. The Colts are what they are. The Panthers sort of are what they are. Yeah. When you got anything on them? Because, <laughs> yeah, I've not got a ton to say about them, really. Um, yeah, not much either, really. Uh, it's a bit of a nothing game. It's one of those um, painful ones where there's only the three late games and two of them yeah. are very weak. Um, yeah. But, uh, I mean, you know, it's it, it just... Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I generally can't think of anything. Like, generally, there's nothing... I mean, the Colts defense played all right, I guess. Um, three interceptions, four sacks, only 13 points yeah. allowed. Um, yeah, I mean, do, do, do we want to delve any further? I don't I, think I, so. I think, that's, I think that's about enough. We've, we, we've, um, we've spoken quite a lot about some of the other games. Maybe this is just a, a one. Exactly. We've made up for it. We've made up for it with how long we talk about whether the Dolphins are any good or not. Um Moving on to the other punishing game of that late window, the Giants at the Raiders. Um, Tommy DeVito came in. Um, it turns out Daniel Jones has torn his ACL. It does very much seem like this is the end of an era for the Giants. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Jones is still the starter next season. Obviously, he's still going to be contracted. Um but I very much believe at this point, especially with Tommy DeVito being lined up to start next week, I I don't really have any confidence in him. Um, I I fully expect the Giants to be drafting a quarterback. Um, I've seen a lot of people saying they're going to trade up for Caleb Williams if if it's if we don't get the number one pick, then we will trade up for it. Um, but yeah, I. It's one of those where it's sort of sad um, because there have been some fun moments with Jones at quarterback, obviously the playoff win last year. Uh, and And that is the thing after last year, it seemed like everything was going in the right direction. Um, But yeah, I think it would be nice to sort of draw a line under it. Give Brian Dayball a year with... I, and, and this is the thing. I I really hope they give him time, um, because I I don't know. I I do still believe in Brian Dayball, and maybe 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 there's too many things that should have that should have made me lost lose my belief. Um, but. Yeah, I, I I do think Caleb Williams or Drake May, whoever it is, a properly talented quarterback. It would just be exciting, to be honest. And I at the end of the day, that's why we watch this sport for excitement. Um, and I mean, if Caleb you... Williams, I'm sorry, I was just gonna say if Caleb Williams is the New York Giants quarterback next year, it, it would be nothing if not exciting. Yeah, and I think especially when you've seen what Dable has done with Josh Allen and then Daniel Jones last year, I think it's sort of Probably quite exciting on that front. You know, Jones is going to be there next year. Just contract alone means he's going to be there, isn't it? It's 20 yeah. after next season that they can sort of get out, isn't it? It's uh, So he's going to be there one way or another next year. But 
you know, at this stage, I mean, he should be ready for the start of the season with that injury, shouldn't he? But, you know, it'll be it'll be coming off the back of a big injury. It's not great. And, I mean, he hasn't played well at all this year, is he? I think that's a problem. Like, you know, like, Tara Taylor has looked better in this offence, and that's not really what you want from when you're, when, when you're paying Daniel Jones that sort of money. That's just not good, is it, really? And it's hard to know. It's tough. But, yeah, tough for him to go down this way. But... Yeah, I, I mean, the, the season's sort of done now, isn't it, really? It's, uh, yeah, it, it's yeah, a rough That is one. very much, draw a line under it. Yeah. It's put Tommy DeVito in, pure tank job. Um, and, yeah, I, I just think... It, I, I, I do hope there's... I don't know. It, it, I think... I, I think I, generally, if we do end up trading for the number one pick, and going all in on Caleb Williams, um, I I do think that that is just that would get me excited, which I haven't felt as the Giants fan. In so well, I, to be fair, about eight nine games ago, whatever it was, <laughs> not too bad. Well, yeah, true. It's um, yeah, I guess when you put it like that, but um, yeah, but just the direction of the franchise, I feel like it would be going in the right direction, and it would yeah. just be. Like it, I think it does feel good, even even though you're giving up picks. It feels good to make a deliberate move and go. We, that yeah. guy is absolutely the best quarterback in the draft. We are going and getting him, um, and hopefully that is what they do. If they, I mean, who knows? Maybe we'll be bad enough that we just get the number one pick by earning it. So, I mean, it definitely can be. It's still, it's still that. If Devito is going to be at quarterback for a while, then you know you, you definitely well, can be, oh, can't you? And you look at um, the teams below us, um, it's the Panthers and the Cardinals. Bryce Young, you assume, will get better throughout the season. He could win a couple of games there. Kyler Murray is going to be coming back for the Cardinals. He could win a couple of games there. There's no there's no reason to say, you know, we can't be the worst team. We so, could be fighting yeah, out for I, it. You know, we could, we, we're really in the running as a, as a pair now. Yeah, I, I mean, that's... The, but I, I'd say... Um, it's one of those. There are, I guess, there are some redeeming factors to this Giants team. The defensive line comes to mind. Um, I think that might be it. Andrew Thomas, to be fair, looked good um, on his return. Yeah, he looked, he's but, looked better, hasn't he? Like, he, or he looked better because it wasn't good early on, was it, with him? No. Well, that's the thing is he's finally come back from that hamstring injury, which we, he was supposed to come back from ages ago. Um, I just, it seems strange to bring it back back now of all times, yeah. but yeah, um, it's just uh, it's the thing when people yeah, need yeah. to save jobs, isn't it? You can't you can't let these players sit. It's a bit like Kyle and Murray, really. There's probably not much reason to actually bring him back, but you need to to save a job somewhere, probably. Yeah. And and that's the thing is, hopefully, this this is the start of a new era, and it's and it does go the way we want it to. Um, but it does feel very much like the end of it for Jones. It was, it's such a shame because he was starting to take deep shots. But it's one of those things where, like, I think he saw enough in this game, even before he got injured, to go, it's probably time to move on. Um, because yeah. people go on about his deep ball as if that is his sort of redeeming factor. 
which he wasn't throwing the ball deep all season. He did decide to throw it deep a couple of times in this game and just overthrew the guy. Like this, He's not that good of a deep ball thrower no. to make up for the fact that he's not that great, just generally speaking. No. Um, I, and obviously, he's, I'd, I'd probably say the highlights for him as a giant have come with his legs. Um, and I don't think I don't think there's enough there um, to stick with him. And at the end of the day, you're not you're not going to stick with him if you have got a top three pick, and he's coming off an ACL injury. There's no way you're not moving forward. Um, yeah, hopefully all goes well, and uh, yeah. you know. Wish the guy well. I'm sure. I'm sure he will get a starting job somewhere else. Um, I could definitely foresee a situation where he maybe starts at game one next year. Um, whoever the rookie quarterback is takes over, and he gets traded somewhere. Um, in which case, I I would love to want to see him do well. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think for the Giants, it is time to move on. I feel, I feel like the scoreline just on the Raiders quick did flatter them a little bit. The Raiders, yes. I don't think I don't think the Raiders were as good as this maybe suggested. I feel like, you know, they won thirty six. It looks like a hammering. I don't think they were that great. You know, Josh Jacobs was fine, but like he was under four yards a carry. It wasn't like he was incredible. He just got a lot of touches of the ball, which you know maybe that's what they want going forward. But you know, no one. I don't think anyone looked great. And Aiden O'Connell. I don't think he's that good, to be honest. I'm not really a big fan of his. Uh, like, I wish they were playing a team that wasn't the Jets this week so I could really bet against the Raiders because, uh, you know, I feel like they're going to be a team that's a little bit overhyped on the back of that win. But, um, you know, I think the Jets might even be favourite um, now, which is, seems mad to me after the way uh, the Jets game went and the way the Raiders game went. But... You know, I feel like the Raiders are probably going to get a little bit overhyped by people off the back of this game. And um, I'm not sure it was that good of a performance or compared to what the scoreline might suggest. Defensively, yeah, I mean, O'Connell was sort of, it, it, was, it was just okay, really, wasn't it? it was, there wasn't anything yeah. to write home about. Yeah, defensively, um, they were decent enough, but I don't think on offense they really did a lot to make me think they're going to be that much better going forward than they have been anyway. You know, you know they fired the head coach, but. You know, the coordinators are still the same, aren't they? It's like, I don't think a lot changes when you do that sort of move. Like, the, the same people are still calling the plays, I believe, there. So, you know, well, great. <laughs> like, yeah. what, like what, what's changing, that, really? I did say one of the redeeming facts about this Giants team is the defensive line. We didn't have a single sack in this game. Um, <laughs> so, I, yeah, I think that sort of tells you all you need to know. Um, we'll move on to the Cowboys at the Eagles. Um, you did touch on it briefly earlier how Dak handled the end of the game. They did have the chance there, couldn't quite get over the line. Um, and you know, had that two point conversion, which they just missed out on. I mean, really cost them because they could have taken a field goal, taken it to overtime. And again, the Cowboys come up short against a big team. Yeah, it was, it was weird because. I just I felt like just watching the game, the Cowboys were the better team in this. It felt like the Cowboys overall played better. It felt like they'd made a few more plays. They did a bit more, but just in crunch time, just folded really, didn't they? Well, I say folded. 
that last drive, it was pretty good. <laughs> and then then they got down actually by the goal line and just what was it? Like I can't even think how it happened now. Was it like a couple of sacks and then a penalty or something? And it was just a disaster, wasn't it? Like everything that could go wrong on it did and it it was there for the winning and you know if they're at six and two and the eagles are at seven and two you know like this division is really in play then and you know the cowboys have a real chance to you know really have a chance to really win a super bowl but now they're going to have to go on the road a couple of times at least in the playoffs you know like well likely to have to go on the road three times a row just to get to the Super Bowl. It's not it's not great, is it really? You know, the the Eagles almost won the division on Sunday night, it feels like, doesn't it? And I think the Cowboys had every chance to come out of this with the win and as so I felt like they were the better team, you know, just watching the game and feeling how it was. It felt like the Cowboys were on top and were playing better football a lot of the time. But you know, the Eagles just got it done. You know, they they, they seem to find a way these days. I don't think the Eagles have actually played like that well in a lot of the games. Like you know, especially in the first half of these games, they've sort of they've been a bit sloppy and let things get away. But the second half, they just seem to come alive, don't they? And find a way to get it done. And you know, AJ Brown all of a sudden just takes the game over. And I don't know. It was a massive, massive win, I think, for the Eagles. And just uh, I don't know. This just feel a bit like the Dolphins. You know, we're talking about. You know, just get that win and you can carry that through, that that feeling of beating a big team in a big spot. And, you know, it goes a long way because a bit like, you know, Tony Romo's career was, Dak's career is sort of, there's been a lot of failure at the, at the big moments, hasn't there? And, you know, a win here, I know it's only a regular season game, but it felt big, didn't it? And, yeah, just come up short. It just must be so disappointing if you're a Cowboys fan because it was there to win this game. It was... It was definitely theirs. They had it there and just found a way to lose it. And I don't know, they've still got that thing of throwing to... Like, why don't you just throw it to C.D. Lamb? <laughs> you know, like I know it's not always that simple, but, you know, in the big moments, just go to Lamb instead of throwing it up to, like... I can't even think who it was now. Who Like, they were throwing up to... Oh, who was... I can't even think who it would be now. Well, one uh, of the other receivers. Ben Tolbert, Turpin, yeah, Tolbert. It was Gallup. Tolbert. Yeah, it was Tolbert. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the, like in big moments, they seem to go to Tolbert a lot. And like, yeah. you know, he's not great. He's fine. But, you know, Lamb, he had 191 yards. It's not like they weren't friends to the ball. But, you know, in them big spots, it feels like just find a way to get Lamb the ball. And instead, they end yeah. up, you know, throwing it to Gallup, throwing it to Tolbert. It's just, I don't know. It just feels like that same thing they had, like, the last few years. They still seem to do it. And the big moments, they don't. You know, just get the ball in your playmaker's hands, which I think, you know, you see the Chiefs do it a lot. In the big moments, they they turn into Kelsey. You know, they turn into the players that they know they can rely on. And I think the Cowboys need to find a way to do that more. But yeah, it was, I think if you're a Cowboys fan, it's so disappointing this game because they say it felt like it was there and they just blew it. I feel like it says quite a lot about who the Cowboys are. Yeah. CD Lamb was targeted 16 times. <laughs> had 11 catches and you're coming out of this thinking well you didn't get the ball enough it was <laughs> a big this, moment um... though you know what i mean it was a big time oh yeah, oh, yeah it. Course, it was I... like it wasn't I just said that... and, absolutely and, and, and this is the thing is like they are coming up short again 
and it does feel like the story is very much already written once again for the Cowboys. Go in for the five seed, you know, easily beat whoever wins the NFC South, and then come up against the Eagles and get in the script before out the playoffs yet again. And it's yeah. you know, it, it it's just uh, I can't. Even if I wasn't a Giants fan, I don't think that that would change my opinion on them at all. Um, I, there is just nothing that makes me believe that this team is a real contender. Um, as good as they are, as many good players as they have, it it doesn't matter. <laughs> like there, no. there's no way they're winning anything. And I feel like their peak. You could argue they're the best team in the NFC. You know, at their absolute best. If they were, if everyone's playing at their best. I think there's an argument that the Cowboys are that team. I'm not saying they are necessarily, but you know, you could make a case for it at the very least. But like compared to them other teams, they just don't do it when they really need to. And I don't know. I guess it's one of them things. The Eagles have been there. They know how to do these sort of thing now. They know how to, you know, when it really matters, they come up big and the Cowboys just don't. And you know, it, it's so weird that you know, this team couldn't be more, you know, everything about this team has changed since the Tony Romo days. There's probably not a single person or hardly any that are on the team that were there in them days, but it still feels the same story. You know, we have it with the Chargers where no matter who's the coach, no matter who's the quarterback, no matter who's playing, they still find a way to lose and the Cowboys feel the same, don't they? Just, I don't know, it's just their DNA. It's it's amazing how it happens. Yeah. It's uh it is fascinating. You see it in football quite a lot. Is the international teams seem to embody this, yeah, spirit. Like Brazil will always be the flair team. Argentina and Uruguay will always be dirty cheaters. <laughs> it's like yeah. there's there's, but they but they still also have an element of that flair. And it's there's and England will always bottle it, of course. Yeah, Germany um, will be no matter what happens, sort of almost, they'll be there in the tournament, come tournament time, yeah. and stuff, it's just, Absolutely. you know, it's mad really, yeah, and it feels the same here, doesn't it, just, they are that team, and no matter yeah. what happens, they're going to be that team, it's it's mad. Yeah, no matter, no matter how far they go, and it's one of those things, because they obviously won so much in the 90s, they were, so, they were one of the yeah. best teams, so it's not, like, so it's not like a history of the franchise kind of thing, but it's just very much, I, something's changed, maybe yeah. it's just, this is suit Jerry Jones. This is the teams he builds now, um, yeah. and yeah, I mean, maybe he's lost his touch, and yeah. maybe that's all that can be said. Um, we had another blockbuster game Sunday night football. This was Bills a crazy week of games, wasn't it? This is like oh, yeah, generally there's potential sort was... of like championship games and Super Bowls and stuff, wasn't there? You know, it feels like that sort of week. It was mad. If you just looked at the lineup. On that Sunday, you had Chiefs Dolphins followed by Raven Seahawks, followed by Cowboys Eagles, followed by Bills Bengals. I mean, that is crazy, incredible. Unfortunately, you know, a couple of those games were disappointments, but you know, you had it was made up for by the Bucks and the Texans and the Vikings and the Falcons. So yeah, I mean, it's incredible lineup just in terms of you know the teams that were matched up against each other and i think we are paying for it next week it doesn't it doesn't i think yeah niners jags is what, probably not, the only game and i think there's you don't think, like uh, quite patriots, a significant... you don't think patriots colts in germany is living up to uh sort of the hype yeah. of uh dolphins dolphins chiefs 
it's almost like we've been given this week and then they've gone, okay, and now here is what you can also have, which is very much the other side of it. It, it, it seems quite barren in, just in terms yeah. of marquee games. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's an, another week of the NFL. There's nothing you can't complain too much. Um, but yeah, so the Bills ended up losing to the Bengals here. Um, it, did this game particularly convince you about who these teams are either way, or is it just you know close game between two top teams? Bengals just edge it. Yeah, but I feel like the Bills are slipping towards that what we talked about with the Cowboys, where they just find a way to come up short. You know, they just and and like the Bengals, the opposite. They are the team that just gets it done. You know, they the the Bengals, especially now. Now Burrow's healthy. It's mad to think people actually worried in them first couple of weeks, isn't it? You know, <laughs> the first few weeks. When you look at them now, they look like exactly what you would expect the Bengals to look like. It was uh, they come out firing. Yeah, look great at times. Say so second half, they didn't do a lot. You know, they only scored like three points in the second half. But you know, the the, the Bills just like, they seem to come out flat a lot in these games and get behind, and then they're always catching up and. You know, against these top teams, these top teams that know how to get it done and win a game, you, I just don't think they can do that. I think that's going to cost them if they keep. Well, they do keep doing it, and it does keep costing them. You know, they're five or four now. They're. Like, I feel like they are going to be in the playoffs, but they're not. They're not that safe. They haven't got that much more room to room for error. I don't think anymore. You said at the moment. I don't, you said they were not even in the playoffs, are they? Like if it finished today, which is no. mad. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, and that's, I guess that's the concern is because uh, this is the thing with the Bengals is that their struggles sort of went on just about long enough for us to think, okay, maybe this is serious because there's still that element of, oh, well, it's all going to be fine. And then it went on for another week too long and you thought, oh, hang on, maybe there is something to this. And now it's all okay. Everything's yeah. fine. Well, they had the um, bye, didn't they? And basically, everyone seemed to get healthy. It was one week, yeah. one week of not playing, and then everything was fine again. It was a uh, yeah, mad really. Yeah, as I said, yeah, as you said, Steelers, Browns, and Bengals are currently the wild card spots. So the Which Bills, yeah, but yeah. I think going back to the start of the season, I didn't, I didn't even give the Steelers and Browns much of a chance, really. Um, but yeah, they're very much in that conversation, and the Bills. I mean, they've absolutely got some work to do, haven't they? Yeah, they're uh, they they really are. You know, I still think they'll be fine because you know they've got they've got some very winnable games coming up. You know, they've got the Broncos, the Jets still to play. They do play the Eagles and the Chiefs and the Cowboys, but you know they finished their Patriots. So I mean, say so look at the schedule. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're not safe. I don't know. They're. I don't know. They're they're teetering, and they've not got much room for error. You know, they're going to have to probably beat one of the Eagles, Chiefs, or Cowboys, or Dolphins. You know, at least maybe one, maybe two of those games to get in. And after the Cowboys are on the road in all those games, and they've got the Chargers in that as well. You know, they're. I didn't realize their schedule was as tough as it is to finish the season out they the bank the bills might be a sneaky bet to miss the playoffs which would be crazy with how like talented the team not not just just Allen, everything not their defense has got so much about it that's good and 
I don't know. Look at their schedule. I'm worried for the Bills. You know, like, I always say on air, I'm worried. I'm not that bothered if the Bills miss the playoffs. But you know what I mean? Like, look at it from the Bills' point of view. I'm, I, I think there's a real chance that they are on the outside looking in in January. It's crazy to think that this Bills team, as talented as it is, could be on the outside of the playoffs when I think they've got a good coach, they've got a good quarterback. You know, there's... But this season, they just... I don't know. There's just too many times that they're just not playing up to the level that they can do. And, you know, I, I don't know what they change about things. Do they... Do they like, it still doesn't feel like they've really found someone else on offense, is it, alongside Stefan Diggs? Kincaid's been good since he's come in, but, you know, is he who you really want as your sort of second receiver on the team? I know he's a tight end, but, you know, is that is he, is well, he the Gabe man Davis. you want? He's Gabe Davis, after that, touch, after that playoff game where he had four touchdowns, was yeah. very much typed up to be that guy and haven't really seen that. He's sort of not um, been it ever since then, has he? You know, I don't think he's yeah. ever lived up to that and you know four touchdowns is one thing but you know he's not even been like a consistent sort of like wide receiver free sort of level player really I don't think he's been mm. I don't know it's not I, I I don't know where the Bills go for here if they do miss the playoffs I don't know because I think at that stage you'd have to be looking to make some changes but I don't I don't think they're going to fire the coach you know I don't think they're going to do anything with Josh Allen obviously you know like I don't know what they do do they just try and do they try and get more weapons and go from there? I, I, I really don't know. And I think, as I said at the start of this, I think you look at the Bengals, they just know how to win, it feels like. Josh, um, Joe Burrow, when it really matters, he comes up big. And I'm not sure we see that too many times from Josh Allen. And we have seen it. It's not like it's never happened. He has come up big at times. But I don't know. I think we need to see it more often and very, very soon. Be interested to see because obviously they have had so much success in recent years. What does it take to for that change to be made? And it, is it missing the playoffs? And is that change firing the head coach? I mean, as much as good of a job as Sean McDermott has done, is there a point where you say, okay, he's not got, gotten us over the line and we need to make the most of Josh Allen's career? Yeah. I guess the um, thing is, where he's a defensive I'd... coach and the defence is still good, he probably gets that benefit. You know, you, they may be, you know, maybe it's like getting like a McDaniels on, you know, like, because as bad of a head coach he is, he's shown that he can be a great OC, you know, like, over the years he has been great in that position. You know, like, assuming, you know, if Dable comes available, then maybe he's the one who goes back there. But I don't think that's going to happen, but, you know, it could do. I I don't I just don't know. Some but something's got to change if they miss the playoffs, doesn't it? You just have to just you have to do something. <laughs> like you can't just sit there. It's a bit like the Giants. They're gonna to have to probably fire a couple of coordinators, aren't they? Like because I don't think it's gonna be Dable. So you're gonna to have to fire a couple of coordinators. I think the Bills will probably be in a similar situation. You know, where they're gonna to have to make a change. Just because you have to be seen to be doing something sometimes, I think, in these in the NFL, don't you? To someone's gotta take the fall for it. And it's Normally the coordinator is first, so it's uh, I don't know. They're in a strange position. Yeah, and it's and it's one of those you you do want to see the Bills in the playoffs just because it's more entertaining when they're in it. You'd absolutely yeah, rather see fun. them over the Steelers and Browns. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and yeah, I, 
Another thing we mentioned: Gabe Davis. He had zero catches in this game. Yeah, it was just, an awful so, game for him. So inconsistent. I just, uh, yeah, it's it very. And this is the thing with the whole team has been inconsistent. They're amazing one week and awful the next. Um, yeah. It, yeah, I I don't know. They do. I I mean, maybe awful is a bit strong. They, oh. but they're mediocre. Would. I think they have yeah, been awful think. at times, though. I think I don't think it is unfair. Some of this has been like really bad. They have had some really bad games. Well, Bills. I mean, the Jets week one was particularly. Yeah. If you're gonna pick, if you're gonna pick a standout game, that was uh, Josh Allen did literally. But uh, yeah, I I don't know. I I I do think the Bengals are a serious team. I I think. To be honest, I I think the Bills are going to make it. Um, I I felt sort of it was quite controversial taking them to not win the division. Um, but yeah, considering not even in a playoff spot at the moment. Um, I think it's a very real chance that like the Dolphins or rate or Bills, sorry, miss out. You know, which would be crazy to think, but it could happen. And I don't know. I don't, I don't really. I just. I feel you like know, for the Dolphins to miss out, I feel like that would take. And obviously, we mentioned those last three games for them are very tough. Yeah, but I think uh, there's a, they've got five five games straight here, which they should be winning, and they've proven they've been beating the weaker teams. I think the Dolphins are going to be fine. The built with the Bills, are, they do have some question marks. No, but it, um, all I mean is, if the Dolphins lose them final three games and random other game. Yeah, yeah. Then you know there is, and you know if the Bills have a good finish and well, it's going to be close from the division, like then maybe they could be like beaten out by you know a couple of the North teams and the Texans who have got if they go on a run or something. You know, like I don't know. It's I don't know. There, it's it's weird because they feel like two of the better teams, and they're not necessarily playing up to it. Are they? I don't think. Well, I mean, this is the thing they'll play the Bills. Are capable of playing up to it, and they've shown they're capable of playing up to it. Um, and the Dolphins have, in theory, shown they're capable of playing up to it, but only against the weaker opposition. So I don't know. It may, and and this is the thing that really struggles with me for the Dolphins, as we said earlier. It's not necessarily a good chief Chiefs defense that stops them. Is it just a bottle thing? Do they freeze up in these big games? I don't know. Maybe that's all it is. Maybe it's just a mental thing. But um, it would be interesting to see how that division race does play out. It it, it should be close, I reckon. There's hope. I mean, hopefully the Bills do get in, as we said. But uh, yeah, we just want all the good teams, all the good quarterbacks yeah. in the playoffs. It just makes it much better. Well, the fun teams, isn't it? Like, just yeah, give us the fun games. Like, yeah. Bills and Dolphins should just be involved in fun games, shouldn't they? So we want them in there. It's uh. Just whether you you know you you don't want a defensive battle in the playoffs, do you really? No, I mean that's the thing. The, the defensive moments are fun. I'd say defensive games aren't. Yeah, um, yeah. You, you don't want a full game of full of punts as the Giants and Jets so eloquently displayed. Um, that's only a week ago. Speaking of the Jets, um, they were able to put up a mighty six points against this Chargers defense. Um, pretty good performance from the Chargers defense. I mean, uh, to be fair, I feel like the Jets, the Jets defense put up a decent fight 
against what is a very good Chargers offense that maybe didn't necessarily perform. Um, I, I saw Ash was quite frustrated this morning, um, yeah. having watched the game. Um, but yeah, so I, I think very much led by that defensive line, really, wasn't it? This Chargers win. Yeah, I think so. It was. It's only weird games where you know they got ahead and didn't really need to do anything, did they? The offense. I think it's sort of one of them things you could put down to the game script a bit, but I still don't think we've seen this Chargers offense too like for too much this season. Like look, like they're in the same league as some of these other teams we've spoken about tonight. You know, they feel like a level below and. It's just happening too much, you know, especially when they go out and get, you know, big coordinator. They've got, you know, they've got these coaches that, I don't know, supposedly should be the things that unlock it. And I'm not sure this Chargers offense is any better than it's been basically the whole of Justin Herbert's career, really. They just sort of, it looks the same, doesn't it? It just, I, I don't know. They're, they're, they're a weird, they're, they're a weird team, the, the Chargers. I just have absolutely no faith in them to do it when it matters. And, you know, I don't know how much you could take from a win over the Jets, but you know they're at four and four now. And if they had lost this game, then you know maybe the season's almost close to done at that stage. So you know it's important to get this win, but it's one of them games a bit like the Raiders. You know, a twenty-seven-six win here. But I don't think anyone comes away sort of thinking, "Oh yeah, the uh, the Chargers are the real deal," sort of thing. You know, it's I don't, <laughs> I don't know what to think about them really. Yeah, I mean, the, the Chargers, again, we, as we mentioned, they're one of those fun teams you want in the playoffs. Um, just a matter of whether they will get there in the end. But yeah, I, that's, I, I think they probably are good enough. And um, I think this Jets team, I don't know, they sort of, so they, they showed some offensive competence um, at some point, obviously not last week, but uh, there's, uh, yeah. you, you know, I guess it, it's very much just a case of holding on until Rogers comes back, and how long do they have to do that for? Um, well, I'm sure we get regular updates of him running around on the field every uh, bloody week. Like, oh, I'm yeah, so bored of so bored of like the update about Aaron Rodgers. Oh, he's practicing on the field and he's got no. Oh, don't care. Like, just like, oh, just it's so it's too much already. I'm already yeah. bored of it. I'm already bored of the oh. Rogers narrative. He's doing three step dropbacks this. I can't take like another like eight, nine months of this, you know, which is what it's going to be, isn't it now? Ugh. Yeah. And this is the thing. So they've got the Raiders next week, which I guess, well, as, as you mentioned, is uh, winnable, I, you would imagine. Um, <laughs> but then it's Dolph- but then it's the Bills and the Dolphins. Then the Falcons and the Texans, which is sort of, they're not walkovers, you know. They're winnable, but they're not. Yeah, and then, and I guess that's around that sort of time where, in theory, I think would it seems to be. I mean, obviously, Rogers is saying he's going to be back in a few weeks. The players do always seem to say they're going to be back earlier than they are, though. So, yeah, I, how much you can read into that? Um, but yeah. I think they have an absolutely like elite defense, the Jets. That I think if yeah. you know if they had a better offense, it would probably look better because you know they're not going to be under so much pressure. Where I think at the moment well, those... they've basically got to be great unless they're going to lose. You know, like yeah. 
they looked good here, I thought, the Jets' defence. I think they've looked good a lot of the season. They just had some tough games. But, yeah, no, with without really any real offence, it's hard for them to... They're on the field too much, aren't they, really? You know, that's the thing. They're all, it feels like they're always out there. It's uh, it's tough on them. Yeah, and that's the thing. You've got to try and balance it. Complementary football is obviously the term that gets thrown around all the time. Um, You've just got to help each side of the ball out. And Zach Wilson needs to at least keep the ball for a bit, if if, if nothing yeah. else. Just give the defense some time to recover. But yeah, um, that just about wraps up our week nine review. Um, Dave, any parting words for us? Um, yeah, just give us a schedule like that every week, please. NFL, like, you know, it was a, yeah. uh, it was great. It was great to have, like, it was weird that nine o'clock game, that nine o'clock run, because I said earlier, two of them games were just awful, weren't they? But. The the Eagles Cowboys felt like a massive game, and it I think it was really, and you know, it it, it, it was fun right down to the wire, which uh, was good. So yeah, give us give us more of these uh, more of these weeks, or or to, like maybe maybe we need to spread them out a bit more. Maybe don't give us these weeks because then you get weeks like this one coming up where there's not much really to look at, is there? <laughs> there's there's some some ropey games this week. Well, th- this week was the first time. I think it maybe ever that I've actually questioned whether I should stick with red zone because there was a moment where they had, they were sticking with a dual screen after, after after the Colts Panthers game had finished, they were just going pure dual screen for, I mean, why would you even bother showing the Raiders Giants game at that point. And they were on like their just, own 20 yard line or something, weren't they? It wasn't like they were near what, like the red uh, up the upper end. They were like, in their own half, it was like, "What is going on there?" Just try to see Eagles game, and that, and that was the thing as well. It was like, am I just going to switch over? To, but you know, at the end of the day, I I I just sort of stuck with it, and it's just yeah. like, <laughs> like it, I still want to know what's going on in the Giants game. Obviously, that have yeah. the interest there. You just don't but, need to um, see it, idea. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. It's like I, I absolutely wouldn't have minded if they'd just gone basically a full. Cowboys Eagles coverage, and then we'll go back to the Giants Raiders game every time something happens. That would have been absolutely fine. There's no need to dual screen both of them. I swear that's what they normally do as well. Like, I swear well, that's what normally a, happens. I I don't remember it happening before, and I don't know if that's just because there's very few instances where it does come down to just two games, and there's they're both going on at the same time. But normally, when there's um, like a dead game, it, they just sort of as they literally just cut to it when there's a touchdown almost, don't they? And yeah. that's sort of all it needed right, from that game, wasn't it? Like I mean it's literally one of the, one of his catchphrases. It's like we show you every touchdown, so here's yeah, this game yeah. that is here's one from this game that is now thirty to seven. Um, just basically cut to that game when there's a commercial or something, isn't it? You don't need to show any yeah. more of it than that. It's uh <laughs> yeah, it was bizarre. Yeah, um I will very much echo that sentiment. More 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 schedules like this, please, NFL. Um yeah. Make sure to follow us at first and ten underscore on Twitter and we'll see you in a bit.